ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد الله سبحانه وتعالى advise us in the Quran to be among the muttaqin Allah says بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and bearing witness that there is no God except Allah and that Allah is the only one worthy of all our sincere praise and love and that the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is his last prophet and messenger and slave just like each one of us is a slave of Allah and it's an honor to be a slave of Allah. I remind you, my brothers and sisters, to be among the muttaqeen and may Allah make us among the muttaqeen. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. In our daily conversations, too many words come out of our mouth. We don't have any account of what we say these days. Even though the Prophet ﷺ always advised us to only say what is good. And if there's something that is not good, keep quiet, it's better. And to also not speak too much because you'll be wasting your time and the time of others. But there's so much talk and there's so much information that we read on the web, on our phones. There's so many things that we hear and watch on YouTube and on the TV. We listen to the news and subhanAllah, only a little bit of that is true. Only a little bit has truth in it. And by truth, I, I'm taking all the truth. The truth with capital T and the truth with a small t. The capital T one, which is the book of Allah and the words of Allah and the commandments of Allah and what we're supposed to be doing in this life. All the way down to the small t, which is just being truthful in what we do and with others and how we, we deal with people. So most, except for those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mercy on them, 
seems to lie too much, to be hypocrites, maybe to speak to you in your face in a nice way and then in your back, may Allah save us what they're saying, <laughs> to be uh, politically correct. Anytime you see somebody, you have to agree with him, even though your principles are against what he's saying or she's saying. And all of this doesn't lead except to corruption. It only leads to injustice. It only leads to social relationships going the wrong way. Because all of this is against Al-Haqq. And SubhanAllah, it's one also of the names of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Al-Haqq. So what's happening is, even in Muslim countries, for example, subhanAllah, TV shows, if you follow TV shows, and may Allah save us, and may Allah help us not follow any TV shows of any sort, you see that in the show they advertise for al-fahsha, for how bad relationships are, and how, you know, it's okay to do them. Everybody in the show is doing the haram, it is normal. So whatever shaitan is triggering in your back of your mind to do haram, well, you know, the TV show is showing you all of that happening and it's very normal. Why don't, uh, you know, you do it? The thing is we don't give it too much importance, but all of this is building up in the back of our minds. And all of this, worse, is affecting our children who are watching with us or by themselves. So the new generations, they grow up with weaknesses, with undeserved self-entitlement, with arrogance, with cowardice, and this way, when we don't talk about the truth, we don't say the truth, what happens is facts become opinions. And opinions become facts. And whatever used to be frowned upon by everybody and known by every single person on earth that is wrong, now it's normal. And whatever was normal, now it's considered not right. And there are issues today and we know of them. And even though they are to Muslims unacceptable or we don't agree with them, even as Muslims we're starting to start to accept them like in public by some people. You know, stuff like the LGBTQ and things like that. We don't agree with those tendencies. We don't agree that people should act upon feelings. People should act upon the commandments of Allah. You know, men are attracted to women. So should they go and do anything with every woman they see? That's not what Allah commanded. 
If it's all about what my body tells me, then well, it's a disaster. That's why Allah shows us what is right, righthood, al-haq, and Allah shows us al-batil, falsehood. And Allah says, in fact, we hurl the truth against falsehood, leave it, leaving it crushed, and it quickly vanishes. And the Prophet says, for example, Indeed, from the greatest jihad efforts in the, for the sake of Allah is to say a word of justice to a leader who is unjust. This is the greatest jihad. And we're not even doing that. We're talking about neighbors or normal people that we talk to. And then if they tell us something, subhanallah, we can't have the guts to say what we believe in. Even though in this country, it is in the constitution that you have the right to say whatever you want and to believe in whatever you want and to practice whatever you want. And if we don't do that, if we don't say al-haq, if we don't say the truth and if we don't practice it, soon that will be taken away from us. You know, even though there's like now there's this new uh, thing, I don't know if you've heard about it, this human composting. Now people when they die, they started this new fashion, instead of burying people like normal people do, they compost bodies. They compost them and after that they reuse the body in the soil. And things grow in them, subhanAllah. All because they advertise it as we're being nice to nature. We're not, you know, releasing so much carbon dioxide, whatever, all this stuff. It's all misguidance when, a, you know, a person just follows his own mind and not the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, لُعِنَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ عَلَى لِسَانِ the disbelievers among the children of Israel were condemned in the revelations of Dawood, David, and Jesus, Isa, son of Mary. That was for their disobedience and violations. They did not forbid one another from doing evil. And this not forbidding one another from doing evil, it is evil indeed was what they were doing. So may Allah save us from going through that and being condemned. And from the dua of the Prophet ﷺ, I took a small part of the dua, it's a long dua, but the Prophet ﷺ used to say, وَرِضَى Oh Allah, I ask you to give me the word of haq, the truth, the righthood, in either states, 
when I, whether I am in the state of anger or in the state of contentment. Both ways. Ya Allah, make me always say the truth. Always say the righthood. And he said, alayhi salatu wasalam, la yamna'anna rajulan haybatun nasi ay yaqula bihaqqin idha alimahu aw shahidahu aw sami'ah. In the meaning of, don't let the fear of people affect what you say. If you know something is right, if you know it, whether you know it through knowledge, through hearing, through witnessing, say it. Don't be afraid. And, you know, and the thing is, okay, sometimes we really are afraid and we don't want to say it. You know, that is maybe half a problem. The problem to today is not not contradicting or, you know, standing against who is saying falsehood. We agree with him or her. That's the biggest problem. You know, we always say, oh yeah, yeah, it's okay, it's good, right? That's not okay and that's not good. And from Hadith Abi Dhar, Abi Dhar, the Prophet ﷺ gave him so many advices. One of them, he says, about the Prophet, he says, وَأَمَرَنِي أَنْ أَقُولَ بِالْحَقِّ وَإِنْ كَانَ مُرًّا وَأَمَرَنِي أَلَّا أَخَافَ فِي اللَّهِ لَوْمَةَ لَائِمٍ and the Prophet ordered me to say the truth, even if it was sour, tough to do, and that I do not fear in Allah anybody's opinion to speak badly of me. And, uh, you know, whenever we don't stand for the truth, our kids grow up like that. And I know a, a brother, I, he's dear to me. One time I was visiting him, he's far from here. And, you know, I'm like, how's your iman? Good, alhamdulillah. How's your prayers? And he said, alhamdulillah, you know, I make them up at night. I'm like, why are you making up your, pray your prayers at night? Why aren't you praying, uh, you know, during your uh, time, regular time? He says, you know, I, you know, I can't, I'm working. So I just asked, I said, did you ask? Did you ask your boss if you can pray during this time? He said, no. I'm like, you haven't even asked. Like you, you didn't even dare to ask if you can pray. How could you not do that? Like on the day of judgment, what would you do? What would you say to Allah? Like you feared your boss more than you feared me? It's, it's you know, it's a... If at least he asked and he's, he was told no, that was something, you know. But he didn't even dare to ask. So how about the kids? Do you think the kids will dare to do anything when they grow up, when they see this behavior? Or when we see parents, actual parents, we teach them in Sunday school, we teach them about Islam. And then the parents tell their daughters, you know, take off the hijab when you go to school. You know, we don't want people to know you're a Muslim. So what is the benefit of teaching about Islam if at the end you tell your daughter, take off your hijab? This is the whole point, is for her to put the hijab on. Once she put it, that means she's proud. We want our kids, and before our kids, we want ourselves to be proud to be Muslims.
And once a daughter or a woman wears a hijab, just her passing by a street is a da'wah for the entire world who saw her. You know, this is a barakah. This is actually a blessing that women have that we don't have. A woman passes by with a hijab, it's da'wah to everybody without even speaking. We, and even if we grow a beard, half the people now grow beards, it doesn't matter, right? It's difficult to, to be different. So who did Allah order to say the truth? All of us, you know, from kids to their parents, but in a nice way, and the parents to kids, from the wife to her husband, whenever he's not, you know, being just, he's being too tough, whatever, and for the husband to his wife, for, you know, people who come to this masjid, to the leaders, and the leaders to them. Everybody has responsibility back and forth. So I, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for our shortcomings. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum innahu al-ghafur rahim. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. So why, why are we not saying the truth? You know, are we afraid of death? I mean, not in, probably not in this country, but when people are afraid of death, we need to remember that the life is only in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that your time is written. It's already written when you're gonna die. So you, it's up to you how you die. Are you gonna die in honor and in a way that pleases Allah or are you gonna die in the wrong way? Or are we doing it because we wanna have some money and some wealth? You know, do we always praise our bosses? Well, no matter what they do, right or wrong, or like some shuyukh in in some countries now even do fatawas the wrong way just to get some stuff from them. Are we doing it for that sake? Because also your risk is written. The moment you're born, everything is written. Allah is blessing upon us that we're not worried about this. It's written. How much you're gonna make in the, your entire life it's decided. You just decide which way you're going to go. Just don't worry about this. Worry about your afterlife. Allah doesn't want you to worry about your money. He wants you to worry about your deen. Or is it because of position or respect? Because Allah is the one who يعز ويذل. He's the one who raises and he is the one who puts down subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or is it because of just cowardice? We're not brave enough. So where is our iman? And that a sign, that's a sign that we have to work on it, on our iman. And if a person tells us al-haq, this is the other way, if a person is coming to us and telling us the truth, telling us something, are we gonna accept it? Because if we don't accept it, it's because of arrogance. And arrogance, al-kibr, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, al-kibr, 
batrul haqqi wa ghamtun nas. So batrul haqqi, not accepting the truth when it comes to you, refusing it, and it does, don't, you don't want to work by it. And ghamtun nas, you think people are lesser than you. They are a lesser degree. How much? Allah alam. But any of that is a grain of arrogance, and anybody who has a grain of arrogance will not go to Jannah. We know that. May Allah save us from arrogance. So what helps the believer say the truth and stay on it? Remembering the greatness of Allah, remembering Allah, and remembering His power and His qudra and His dominion. Because this will help you fight the desires and temptations. And this will help you always please your Lord no matter the cost. Second is to Quran to you know go read the Quran, the words of your Lord. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He sent down the Qur'an, He told the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when people said, why doesn't this Qur'an come in just one, at once? Why is it coming down in little bits? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كَذَلِكَ لِنُثَبِّتَ بِهِ فُؤَادَكَ Right? This, we're doing that so that we reassure your heart with it, to, to let your heart be steadfast on it. So this Qur'an is to keep us strong and steadfast. So we should be reading the Qur'an all the time. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ وَيُضِلُّ اللَّهَ الظَّالِمِينَ Allah also keeps steadfast those who believe and gives them the truth whenever they talk. So whenever you are a believer who are trying your best to do what Allah ordered and staying away from what Allah forbade, Allah will help you. The dua, you know, make a lot of dua. The dua from the, the Quran, for example, Rabbana la qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hab lana min ladunka rahma. And being certain, this is a very important point, being certain that victory will belong to the Muslims. Victory at the end, even though it doesn't look like it now, it belongs to the Muslims. And that the future belongs to Islam because that's what Allah said. You just have to be on the right side and standing for it. And finally, the companionship of scholars and people of taqwa, people who are righteous and salihin. May Allah make us among those. Amen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. So finally, I end with uh, the saying of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, "Badiru bil a'mali fitanan ka qita al-layl al-muzlim yusbihu al-rajul mu'minan wa yumsi kafira." 
ويمسي مؤمنا ويصبح كافرا يبيع أحدهم دينه بعرض من الدنيا قليل you know be proactive and do good deeds so that you face the great fitan the great tests that are coming a man would wake up in the morning a mu'min and he will sleep as a kafir disbeliever and a man will sleep as a mu'min as a believer and he will wake up as a disbeliever this is how strong these tests are and nothing will help us out except the good deeds except the good sadaqah except the al-kalima al-tayyibah the good word al-haq that we have to say which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the example of the word the good word that we say the haq the example of a good tree with strong roots with branches spreading all over and giving its fruits to everybody and being useful to the world and finally wal asr innal insana lafi khusr illa alladhina amanu wa amilu as-salihati wa tawasaw bil haqqi wa tawasaw bis sabr may allah make us among those who do tawasaw bil haqqi wa tawasaw bis sabr اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم كحمير مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم كحمير مجيد ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما نسال الله العظيم رب العرش العظيم اي يدخل الايمان في قلوبنا ويجعلنا من المتقين الصالحين المرضيين له اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه وجعلنا مما يستمعون القول فيتبعون أحسنه والله make us among those who will see righthood and the truth as it is and make us follow it and make us see falsehood as it is and make us stay away from it and make us among those who listen and follow what is good from what we listen to in allah ya'muru bil 'adli wal ihsani wa ita'i dhul qurba wa yanha 'anil fahsha'i wal munkar wal baghyi ya'dhukum la'allakum tadhakkarun wa aftinus salah